0: and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson.
1: Hello, good morning, good morning. I am so happy to be here this morning because, once again, we have uh, a great guest uh, that will join us in a few minutes. And, uh, again, I'm uh, just really excited about the Wellness Interactive model and the Wellness Lounge taking it a step further. So what we do is uh, we focus on all things well and how to deliver that uh, presence to you. Uh, we do that uh, with our Wellness Lounge model, which is a brick and mortar in South Orange, New Jersey, and if you... Where to stop in at any time, you will engage with some of the most amazing professionals that are personal, caring, and I know you hear that all the time, but (laughs) personal and caring through mind, body, and spirit. And our Wellness Interactive brand itself, we have a number of different brands under that umbrella, which you can find us at wellnessinteractive.com. And Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, you can find us through social network. So I'd like to um, say a couple of things uh, before we get to our guest, Kim Pacharsky, who will uh, focus today on, once again, our navigation process through body. He's a great physical therapist, but before we get to Kim... I'd like to just say hello and thank you, thank you, thank you God, uh, for bringing us, uh, uh, with the amazing platform of ABC and Robin Roberts. I think they did an excellent job in supporting Robert and Robin rather went through her, uh, unfortunate, uh, uh, mountain, I should say, and, uh, not so much, uh, the illness, but the mountain she had to climb, and that, uh, of course, had a lot to do with her mind, her body, her spirit, but also all these great people around her, including ABC. I say that because you can find uh, another company, or corporation, or many of them that are supporting uh, some of their employees through these difficult times, but I think ABC has just taken it over the top, because you hear me say that what you do at home is should be what you do at work. It should be 24-7. So all these beautiful people that you're surrounded with at work, or you should be surrounded with at work, you should have that presence at home, and they should be a part of your life if they're not so find it if it's not existing, because I think uh, ABC and uh, Robin, that it's just a beautiful, beautiful person. I'm so happy and glad to have her back on the air. Um, now I can't uh, go on without uh, at least saying something about uh, Black History Month. This is Black History Month, and of course I think Black History is <laughs> all 12 months. But I do want to uh, just bring you just a, a, another beautiful thought from the book called Ten. The author is Terry Smith, and he just happens to be my pastor. I have to read this because uh, I heard Daniel J. lewis last night on the Academy Awards uh, 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 when he received his uh, Oscar Say that uh, Lincoln embodied mind, body, and spirit, and that's actually how I felt. And it's, it's so amazing because it's over 150 years ago. And in this man, if you watch this film, you'll see and understand what I think uh, Daniel was delivering and speaking about. Which brings me to uh, my pastor's uh, book. I'm going to read this paragraph, and this to me, is a dedication also to Black History Month and what we should be doing to navigate our mind-body-spirit. It says, When Richmond, Virginia, the capital of the Confederate States of America, fell to Union forces on April 3, 1865, Lincoln and his entourage showed up the next day. They walked dangerously through the streets of the city, now Golden Streets, echoing the voice of freedom as throngs of newly freed slaves flocked the vicinity of the defeated capital. The emancipated surrounded the great emancipator with such force and determination that the soldiers guarding him were helpless in keeping them at a safe distance. With great passion, this group sang the president's praises, hailing him as their messiah, shouting, Glory, Hallelujah! Lincoln knew better than to accept such acclamation. He responded, don't kneel to me. That is not right. You must kneel to God only and thank him for the liberty you will hereafter enjoy. While Lincoln was used as an instrument to unfold the preferred futures of people who had never tasted the fruits of freedom, he knew that this better future came from God, the highest law. I read that... And I say that because, again, it comes from 10, and Pastor Terry Smith has written this book because he, too, feels that we're all ten tens, and he knows that uh, God, as we all do, wants us to be a 10. And on that note, here is a gentleman, Kim Pracharsky, who I think is a 10, but he has also brought so many professionals uh, and just a average, uh average neighbor uh, to attend because uh, he has helped them through so many injuries and suffering that uh, he takes physical therapy to a whole nother level. Physical therapy is not really as you know it once Kim gets the opportunity to speak to you about it. So let me just give you a little background on uh, Kim Picharsky. Uh Kim is uh, from Personal Care Professionals. This is his business. Uh, he empowers with insight into the complex world of injury avoidance and rehabilitation therapy, Mr. Procharski is an expert in the fields of physical therapy and rehabilitation. For the past 15 years, he has helped a broad range of clients, including recovering stroke and paralysis patients, professional dancers and sports teams like the New York Giants and Rutgers basketball team. Kim teaches endurance, muscular stability, strengthening, and injury prevention using his experience in the wellness industry basics. That is about balance
2: of mind, body, and spirit. Kim, thank you for joining us. It is my pleasure, Desiree. Good morning to you and to everybody out there listening. Great, great. Well, Kim, you know, I I
1: first uh, want to speak to you about um, your personal engagement with physical therapy. And and what I mean is how... uh, and why did you choose physical therapy? Because I know that uh, I've used you, and, and I, I worked with you in the past, uh, and I had a major injury. And so what I like to do is just focus on how you chose and why you chose physical therapy, because you seem to get people back right away. And we'll get into uh, later some of the disciplines. Mm.
2: That's a excellent. That's an excellent question, Desiree. Um, I've been involved in physical therapy now for uh, quite a large portion of my life, and the direction of going into physical therapy came from when I was much much younger. Um, My mother was a big uh, push into that direction. My mother at one point worked for a salon, a very well known salon in the city. Um, we won't mention any names, but it was in a beautiful area, great location. And uh, she she did work at a salon uh, as a skin therapist herself, and uh, she had offered me a summer job there at one point. And uh, believe it or not, the summer job was to wash people's hair. Mm-hmm. And when I began to do that kind of work uh, for a little extra cash in my own pocket, um, what I realized was I was being complimented on the constant scalp massaging that I was giving out <laughs> <laughs> to a lot of the to a lot of the clientele that came in and out of the salon and uh it didn't go unnoted that I had certain talents with my hands as uh, as a as working with a with a body, and my scalp massaging moved down the body into the neck and into the shoulders and uh in absolutely no time, I realized that I had a small following of clients who were coming in to get hair massage, uh, their hair washed, and, 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 and as well him. as
1: the gift. You you yeah, realize exactly. uh, perhaps the
2: gift, <laughs>
1: the healing so, gift. Yeah.
2: So at that point, at that point when um, when I realized that, uh, and my mother came to me, she said, "Well, you know, why not go into." A field that's right up your own alley. Plus, I was always involved in sports myself, and I've undergone several injuries at that point already. And I've seen what rehabilitation can do for a human body, and it was the it was a perfect niche for me to get into. But uh, being in that salon, being surrounded by individuals who were noticing what we were capable, what I was capable of doing, and uh, making them feel good, and seeing the results uh, uh, right there, practically in front of me, was just the absolute. Uh, push into that direction.
1: Yeah, that that had to be really rewarding. It's nothing like uh, the feeling of knowing people uh, really (laughs) are receiving uh, that hands-on and that uh, healing approach because I do think you have uh, healing hands because you've worked on me before. So uh, let me ask you, what are some of the things... uh, You do in physical therapy at personal care professionals in Fairlawn, uh, because uh, I also happen to know um, a few other people you've worked on. uh, Some of the amazing dancers from Dancing with the Stars, and you're able to get people back so quickly. Is is it (laughs) you think uh, because you've been in this industry for so many years, or uh, is it just um, the idea that you know uh, m- more or you're actually taking it a step further based on what you know when it comes oh. to physical therapy? Because you don't just do physical therapy. You do a
2: number of different things. We do, absolutely, and you're absolutely right. We do take it that step further. Uh, What we manage to do is we we try to incorporate a lot of different alternative methods in treatment, a lot of ancient alternative methods such as cupping therapy. Uh, We provide compresses uh, such as, uh, as an example, um, a ginger compress, which we make ourselves uh, in the office, uh, things like that nature that we can apply to what we already have as a skill of physical therapy will definitely take things a step further and enhance and quicken the whole process and treatment. It expedites healing process and it, it it's it's just a way to show people that you know what. There's more to what's available out there today. There's more to what you're doing right now at the moment, and if you really need and if you really want, there are ways to excel quickly and to move uh, further and faster away from the injuries.
1: So, what make uh, what made you decide on um, incorporating cupping therapy or acupuncture? You know how. did you uh, search out these particular disciplines and and
2: why? Well, it it Mm -hmm. starts out, I'll be honest with you, that every single thing that we do practically in our facility, I have uh, experienced myself as a patient. Great. And uh, once, once I've seen how well that worked and it had wowed me to the point where I felt that I needed to share this with the rest of the world or as many people as I possibly can reach out to uh and being the one that experienced it first and seeing how well it worked i wanted to provide that same care for everybody else and that's what we and that's what we did we basically uh in, advanced on everything that we personally every single uh, person in personal care professionals has some kind of a background in sports and most of the time the best uh, professionals come from being on the other side of the spectrum so if it's a, if it's a medical professional the only time that they can really treat a good uh or become a good professional and, and treat injuries well is if they've experienced some sort of an injury themselves because then they can place themselves in the same position and that's oh. how we started out with this um, I for example myself and my my brother and uh, people that I know around me, friends who have received injuries and who have had those injuries taken care of uh, by Say the help of cupping therapy or application of various alternative compresses, uh, or even things such as acupuncture, which we also combine along the line, along, uh, side by side with uh, our physical therapy and our rehabilitation. Uh, chiropractic care is another big, uh, thing that we've learned to combine. Do you know that years ago, years ago, um, I stepped foot into a chiropractic office for the first time in my life. I was a young kid. My mom brought me in there. And um, the chiropractor I uh, was asked a question by somebody ne- literally next next seat over to me. And he said, oh, well, I'm planning on going to physical therapy. What do you think about it? And at that time, the chiropractor said, physical therapy, that's witchcraft. It's mumbo-jumbo. That oh, come. my goodness. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> And, and, you know, lo and behold, you have, uh, just, just on, just a little over a decade since that situation had occurred. Now people start to understand that physical therapy in combination with a whole bunch of everything else, such as exercising, chiropractic, massage therapy, cupping therapy, uh, you name it, electric stimulation treatments, uh, all of those little details that in combination, when they all hold hands together, mm-hmm. when they all tie in, They've mm-hmm. become much more powerful as a treatment. Wow! Love it. Excellent. Excellent. So
1: then, um, if uh, you have uh, a client uh, that uh, is walking into your facility, and it, of course, is a rehabilitation and you know physical therapy, how do you explain to them uh, uh, the approach to integrating? complementary and alternative medicine. Because some people, of course, have never been introduced to acupuncture or cupping or any of these uh, disciplines, especially a lot of the uh, athletes that you may work on. What's your process? How do you get um, any one of us to engage in in, uh, navigating uh, what you have uh, laid out for us?
2: Well, Desiree, I am a firm believer in educating uh, an individual that you're treating. a uh, An educated patient is uh, the best patient. And what we do is we literally try to give an, each individual a small little uh, bit of educational background on whatever it is that we as providers feel are going to be beneficial to their treatment. So um, we let people know exactly what uh cupping therapy will do for them and why it works and why it was created in the first place back in ancient uh China and uh, you know what are the qualities of of care that will be stemming from that and once you educate a person and in just in just a little bit of the background of what you're about to do it opens up a spectrum of um of want to, of them having to want to learn more about it, and then when they want to learn more about it, they're actually anxious to feel and experience this on their own. So we've never had a, uh, an individual that says, oh, well, I don't know what that is and I'm not going to try it, because we've always tried to take that uh, gentle approach and explain to people what it is and what it's going to do and why it's going to help. So we've always found that educating the individual is the, the smartest and the best way to approach patients in Excellent. having them want that. Beautiful.
1: Well, we will return in just a few moments. That we are going into commercial break. Stay tuned Holt, everybody. So thank you.
0: And together, you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Hello again. We're here with Kim Picharsky, uh, an amazing physical therapist who is taking it a step further. Kim, uh, we were just speaking about uh, how you engage with some of your clients. Um, can you tell uh, the listeners uh, or give them an example of... Uh, a uh, couple of your clients that uh, you may have uh, engaged with in the past. Uh, or better yet, let's, uh, I know that you work with uh, uh, Max from Dancing with the Stars and Val, his brother. Um, I recall a, a great story that you told me uh, about uh, with Val um, being able to get him back when he had a severe injury on his ankle. Can you just tell the listeners about some of the clients you work with and maybe just begin with uh,
2: Val? Absolutely, Desiree. As a matter of fact, you brought up one of my absolute favorite stories. Um, I do happen to have a very vast experience in working with dancers, uh, both from the show Dancing with the Stars, as well as dancers from all variety of different types of genres in dance and all over the world. But yet, like you said, one of my favorite uh, stories is with Val. Um, Val was doing an international competition. And right before the competition, three and a half weeks before the competition, uh, Val gets a a terrible, terrible ankle injury where he rolls the ankle and he injures tendons along the lateral side, the outside side of the ankle, and the ankle blows up like a balloon. That's basically the gist of it. So if you can imagine this poor boy sitting there, he's in the process of training for the, the biggest competition in his life. And his top dance is the pasa Doble, which is a hard dance to begin with. But on top of that, that's a dance that requires you to stomp your foot really, really hard on the ground. And it's his foot, that same foot that's injured. So he approaches me with this problem and um, I take a look. So... We decided to go very aggressive and dive right in. We've taken care of uh, the basic part of the physical therapy, but when it came to the nitty-gritty of actually getting him to really feel better and fast, an injury of the like the type that Val had suffered at that time usually would take approximately almost three months to rehabilitate wow. properly to get someone like that back onto the dance floor. We were able to get him back onto the dance floor, not just practicing, but in proper competition form within a period of three weeks. And we did that by taking it a step further. We did that by the same um, applications of alternative uh, methods that we just discussed before the commercial break. Mm -hmm. And it had the most amazing results. This, uh, Mm -hmm. This boy went out to his international competition and took first place in the world. Oh my with goodness an injury just the <laughs> way he had it. Wow. Wow. Now, see that's a a,
1: a perfect example uh, I would say even if you're you're not a dancer, what uh, you need to do in and uh, finding a great professional like yourself because it it sounds as though uh, if uh, you're a professional physical therapist or you're just in the, the medical industry, you do need to take it a step further. You need to integrate some of these uh, traditional models with um, the non-traditional, which is complementary and alternative medicine. I, would you say that's where we are in 2013
2: and going into the future? This is where you're going to be? Uh, Let me tell you, Desiree, that uh, the future, I don't even know what the future holds in terms Mm -hmm. of being able to provide the best care because things are blowing up all over the place. Uh, We're learning new things every day. Mm -hmm. And the more we learn, the better we're able to care for our patients and Mm -hmm. provide better care in general. And we're able to improve injuries uh, quicker. However, I will tell you that I'm going to always try, and I promise to all the listeners and anybody else who knows me or who wants to know me that I would always try to stay on top of the game. And the way we do that is by taking a step back and mm-hmm. learning from the history of mm-hmm. how medicine has begun. And if we can do that and if we can listen to some of our ancestral writings and teachings, I think, mm-hmm. I think that that will propel us to go even further in the future as far as treating uh, injuries in sports and God knows what anything else
1: right you know you hit something uh, hit a note there uh the when you say ancestral um uh teachings now you know i was having a, a couple of conversations with uh people you know in the past and um i think it sometimes uh uh it, you know people may uh Get a little confused about what complementary and alternative medicine is about when we say ancestral or you know sometimes uh you know we we may think that uh, this has something to do with religion, and it doesn 't it doesn 't so if you 're engaging with acupuncture, it just happens to uh, originate in in uh, China you know it 's a five thousand year old treatment, and they truly believe in acupuncture, and they actually go to school for many years, you know, five years for this, so it's mm-hmm. not uh, uh, something that um, uh, they take lightly, and I say, if uh, acupuncture, cupping therapy, or any of these treatments, if people have been doing them for many years in other countries, <laughs> they survived, <laughs> you know, all you have to do, as Kim is saying, you know, the whole history of uh, where we are right now, but... Take a, a step back and see that some of these treatments, uh, uh, people have survived and countries have survived with them. So, uh, Kim, uh, I also know that you work with athletes. Uh, now, of course, dance, uh, uh some may feel or, or think, uh, dance is, uh, 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 athletic profession and, um, maybe it is, but if, uh, you're treating uh uh NFL football player basketball player you know most of them have injuries that uh, are treated uh quickly with medicine mm-hmm. and again we all believe in medicine it's it's a great uh, medicine is great we have the best medicine i think in in the states however uh before we get to medicine uh, uh, or to use medicine for an injury or for um, even sickness, what do you suggest uh, a client or a person should do just to get a little closer to navigating their whole health and wellness? So you have an injury.
2: What's the first thing you do? Pray. Yes, I love it. And, and, this, and this brings me back for just a couple of seconds before yeah. what you said—that alternative treatments um, and you know ancient treatments are not religiously connected, but they are because—and people think they are because the first thing that people hear about when when you mention something like cupping therapy or needles with acupuncture is, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. How do you not <laughs> link that with religion? So, right, right. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but, um, I, and, and, to, and to just to, to let everybody else out there know, um, anybody who doesn't think that dancing is not a sport or, or is anybody's curious if dancing is a sport, I, I, I offer it to them to try. Yes. Because I think that dancers sweat and hurt more than a lot of other athletes out there yeah but to but, to answer your question Desiree um you know in football in basketball, and in all variety of different uh, uh, genres of sports, uh, I've worked with a lot of very very high name individuals um and some of the best uh, work or some of the most challenging work that I've ever received was from Dr. James Andrews, who's very well known in sports. And, uh, he sent me some really challenging things such as, uh, tears or reconstructive surgery for, uh, for the knees or hips or different kind of injuries. Now, the very, very first thing that I always suggest that an athlete does when, uh, an injury occurs, and if God willing it's, it doesn't call for a surgical correction, the very, very first thing is rest. Mm. Get off of that, uh, that ankle, or stop using that shoulder, give it a little rest. Believe it or not, our bodies are amazing machines. And Mm -hmm. I shouldn't even call it machines because they have, your body has a mind of its own. Mm -hmm. Your body is a living organism and feels and knows best what it needs. And if we can open our ears to what our bodies want and what our bodies require, we'll be able to help ourselves treat ourselves. And that's why the first thing I tell people is, number one, Rest, number two, hydrate, number three, then we start to assess exactly what needs to be done for the injury. And because mm-hmm. there's so many variety of injuries, but uh, in our profession, we mainly deal with muscle skeletal injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a lot of people out there have a major uh, bit of confusion as to, well, what do you do first when you hurt yourself? Do you apply ice? Do you apply heat? da 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 da, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly, believe it or not, the uh, questions that I get from the professional athletes. The first thing they ask me, Kim, I just pulled my ankle. I just rolled my ankle really bad. Do I apply ice or heat?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Or, uh, Kim, I just had a concussion. I got a big bump on my head. Do I apply ice or heat? You know, uh, and et cetera. So mm-hmm. to answer that question, it's a very simple matter. If Excellent. There's... Excellent. If... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if there's inflammation... You want to take it down with some cold and ice. If you need to relax a muscle from a pull or a tear, heat is the way to go.
1: Great. Are you also suggesting uh, certain nutritionals uh, that uh, might help with the inflammation absolutely.
2: or absolutely injury? Absolutely. Well, we see uh, what we tr- what we try to do also is like you just like you said uh, the nutritional portion of helping injuries to expedite the healing process is very very important um, one of the first things like I just mentioned is hydration is extremely important if you're well hydrated your blood flow and your your blood circulation is going to be improved and it will definitely aid you in in feeling better uh, faster but mm-hmm. some of the other things that we uh, try to tell patients is uh, that they need to be conscious of their enzymes and mm. therefore, they can definitely go and take uh, mm-hmm. en- uh, multi-enzyme uh, combinations which will help their body produce what they need for rehabilitating the injury mm-hmm. better. And mm-hmm. uh even little things such as taking vitamin C, a thousand milligrams of vitamin C several times a day during a really serious injury will help your body create its own natural anti-inflammatory <clears throat> as well as as well as keep your immune system up and everything else. And So in other words, if you have a machine that's fully functional and that's healthy all around, and if you can help it with the nutritional uh, portion of it and aspect, then you will improve on being able to change that, uh, that injury into rehabilitating much faster. I'll give you a quick example. It's like having a car. If your car is uh, well-tuned and uh, running extremely perfectly well and your engines are great, and if you have a problem with your tire, it's much easier to fix that car by just changing the tire than if you have to worry about the oil change and the brake fluids and everything altogether. So, if you if you do that, if you do have an injury and you sustain uh, some kind of problem of that nature, and if God willing, it's not uh, requiring surgery, then there are nutritional things that you can do to improve and quicken the, your healing process. One of the best things, by the way, uh, that I would recommend, and this is uh, for everybody, even those of you who've never had to suffer injuries. God willing, you never have to. Is camel camel. Um, it's one of the best natural sources for vitamin C. It will be sustained in your body. Can you spell that,
1: please? So, absolutely. absolutely.
2: It's uh, camu, C-A-M, as in Mary U. Mm-hmm. And usually they're found as uh, royal camu, or uh, sometimes you'll see it on the bottle where on the uh, on the product where it says camu camu, which is basically that name repeated twice. The best recommended product. And uh, I recommend that if you do find it, that you find it either in powder form, which is my first recommendation. If not powdered form, then you can see if you can locate it in a liquid. And if not, then I guess uh, dissolvable capsules are the other alternative.
1: Oh, excellent information. Kim is uh, a physical therapist that does take it a step further. And you should, of course, always uh, check with your uh, physician prior to taking any supplements, but uh, I think all the information that Kim is giving is excellent, awesome. Kim, what do you do first thing in the morning?
2: (laughs) Uh, Actually, um, I try to stay very, very healthy, and uh, (laughs) the very first thing that I do once, as soon as I wake up, is... Wait, 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 I'm sorry
1: to interrupt. You said you try to stay very, very healthy. Yes. What is very, very healthy? When you say very, very healthy, is there health? Is there, is it very, very healthy or just
2: healthy? Well, the way I look at it is if when you open up your eyes in the morning and you have a smile on your face and your injury uh, proof and, uh, and you're injury uh, free then that's the number one sign of health. For- Beautiful! Injury free. I love it. I love it. That's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> and now the rest <laughs> kind of follows thereafter. <laughs>
1: but yeah.
2: In my case and this is something again that I suggest to all the listeners out there is um, the very first thing that your body needs to get a good start is as soon as you open up your eyes. I personally I reach for a bottle of water Um mm-hmm. I feel that drinking some water on an empty stomach before anything else allows your body to start the cleansing process, allows the body to start to hydrate the muscles and everything else and all the vital organs. Mm -hmm. Now, afterwards, especially in the morning, you want to feed your body absolutely anything and everything that's healthy because at that point in the morning is when your body absorbs most everything. So if you are going to take the vitamin C, go ahead and take it right there in the morning. If you're taking any other enzyme uh, products, go ahead and take that in the morning. If you're going to eat Kashi cereal, for example, that has the proteins and the fibers and anything else that you want to implement into your system, take that in the morning because that's when your body is going to produce the best out of those things. Uh so, someone
1: says also um that uh, uh, or I was reading somewhere where you should uh, eat all your carbs in the morning because you're burning more
2: mm-hmm. is that is there any truth to that or there is some i mean uh technically speaking, you do have the entire day to burn anything that you eat in the morning, and uh, carbs are generally what's usually uh, cre- what usually creates the obesity in our systems. Because of the, the way that mm-hmm. it digests and it breaks down in, in our bodies, mm-hmm. uh, then absolutely yes. You wanna if you're going to eat carbs, uh, eat them in the morning. If you are going to eat products with gluten, then eat them in the morning so that your body okay. has a chance to really digest it.
1: Okay, thanks, Kim. Hold that thought. We're going to break for commercial, and we'll be right back.
0: is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge, a step further, with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Hello, we're here with Kim Picharsky, uh a physical therapist that's taking it a step further by integrating complementary and alternative uh, medicine. Uh, you know, uh, Kim, I'd love to tell our listeners how I actually uh, met with you. And uh, for, I think for, I don't know, maybe a couple of years, uh, I suffered um, from a back injury where a storage bin fell on my back. And unfortunately, I had gone through so much pain, I mean, chronic <laughs> back pain, uh, where I was in one of the, I won't mention the hospital, but I was in the institute for about a month. And, you know, I went in with one medication, and unfortunately I came out with eight, and so I knew <laughs> I couldn't do that. But while I was there... I was there with about seven or eight other uh, patients, and we were in the pain management program, and uh, most of them had had three or four back surgeries, and they said to me, don't ever have back surgery. Now, I don't know, <laughs> I, at the time, I didn't know what that meant, but as <laughs> the pain progressed over the years, and I spoke with my physician, who I absolutely loved dearly, Dr. Levitt, you know, I, I asked her about the... Medication. She would not prescribe them to me. Thank God. She said, I'd rather you have a, uh, whether you have a, a, a glass of wine or something. And I'm going, okay, this pain is killing me. So one day I couldn't bear the pain any longer. So I really just uh, went into the surgeon, and the surgeon says, okay, yeah, let's get ready. You're going to have surgery. You're bone on bone. Long, very short. Uh, my girlfriend, who's a physician, Dr. Harris, said, I found something for you. And, and uh, the rest is history. She found a chiropractor. We found Kim, who's an amazing physical therapist. And when I finally got to Kim, it was 16 years of uh, chronic back pain. And I just said, here, take me. And he really, I can't believe it, Kim, how uh, you worked with me. And uh, I just regained so
2: much of my life back. Mm-hmm. What um, did you do? <laughs> what did I do? Uh, Desiree, I have to tell you that first off, uh, people like yourself with such amazing, strong and great energy draw uh, individuals to you. And you, you, you make uh, people like myself, for example, just want to try and well, do for you, you because you are an amazing person. And those of you out there who know Desiree would know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, God. Um, thank you. And it was it was easy for me to to put my best foot forward in trying to help you rehabilitate yourself from your injury. And absolutely listeners, um when I tell you that Desiree is not a single bit in exaggeration and what she's saying about how detrimental her injuries were, um, they were extremely serious. And um the first thing that we needed to do is to make sure that your muscles in your back surrounding the injured areas were as relaxed as possible. And uh, again, it just brings you really quickly back to what I said before. Anytime you have an injury, you want to relax it. You want to give it rest. And we use techniques of stretching and massage uh, as well as electrical stimulation and heat applications to do just that for, for Desiree's injuries. And we had uh, first approached it with um, relaxing and stretching that area. Afterwards, we did that. We did exactly what we spoke about on this program. We used all the alternative methods possible, the cupping therapy to help um, enhance the the circulation of blood of oxygenated blood flow, which is the key for cupping therapy in that area. And then, uh-huh. of, of course, correcting. Uh, the spinal structure as we as we went along, uh, that definitely helped. And then uh, we did a great portion of uh, proper movements and exercises. And again, a big variety of them, uh, quite alternative to the normal methods of re- uh, general PT or physical therapy. And I think that that's what helped uh, Desiree so mm-hmm. quickly and so well, that she was able to feel her own body in a matter of no time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the things I I, I felt,
1: uh, Kim, was that, uh, uh, of course, you know, you hear this, the body has memory. I felt like my body was uh, just really, truly getting comfortable with <laughs> where it was at the time, and I'm going, oh, my goodness, uh, you know, I'm either going to crawl out of bed this morning or I or I'm going to stay in bed, and I have never... Ever wanted to stay in bed, and that's when I knew, oh my goodness, I've, I've got a major, major problem, not just the pain, but, uh, to the listeners, uh, back pain, it's, it's real, but, uh, it's one of the highest, uh, uh, uh rate of percentages, I, I should say, for people staying home from work, it's low produ- productivity on the job, but, because people cannot get out of the bed. And can you speak to that, Kim, because I remember you telling me something about, uh, or you asked me, well, once you're out of the bed, what do you do? And I, I think um, we have to get some type of circulation to those muscles. So yes. what are we doing at home? Even if you're not uh, you're suffering from major injury, you, this information is good for people, that also have uh, friends and relatives, uh, you know, uh, God forbid that any of them are, are, are suffering, but in, in the future there may be that time where you'll need to share some information. So please listen to Kim, and uh, let, Kim, can you let people know what to do
2: when they get out of bed? Absolutely. Now, and I uh, just want to say one thing that, believe it or not, this starts before you go to bed the night before
1: great <laughs> um, you
2: you have to you have to uh, and it's when people say mind over matter trust me that also helps um, you have to go to bed with a positive attitude
0: yeah I believe
2: that. that I believe when that. when you go to bed with a positive attitude uh, your whole night's sleep is going to improve and having a good night's sleep is one of the keys to success in having your body feel better. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I just have to ask you something.
1: Um, then going to bed with a positive attitude, and, and of course, I think that's great, and I believe that. But you know, you, there are a lot of people who stay up <laughs> one or two o'clock in uh, in the morning because they can't sleep, and so I think that may not necessarily. Um, help them because uh, most likely they're not going
2: to bet with a positive attitude. And
1: I only say that because there must be something that would be
2: helpful to them too. Absolutely. Uh, there, there are definitely plenty of ways to be able to get yourself to go to sleep a little bit better. Um, but positive attitude, before even before we even go into what can people take or what can people do, positive attitudes uh, come from your own your own mind you have to you have to understand that tomorrow is going to be a brighter and better day that uh, you if you can accumulate the thoughts in your mind of how great your life is and how great things around you are and how great your family is then that's going to be a big help as well you got to remember life is short and as long as and if you can remember that you know, you've got to take advantage of every single moment of it. You're going to mm-hmm. be already on your right track. Now, um, even something as small and as little as practicing smiling, believe it or not. Oh, I love that. <laughs> something as, like, practicing smiling. There was a study done in the in uh, University of Illinois where they took people and they gave them um, a, a pen to put in their mouth. And they asked the one uh, group of people to smile while having the pen in their mouth while the other group was asked to frown and to make a sad-looking face. <laughs> and, both of these, and both of these groups were given comic strips to read after about 20 minutes of holding that, that <laughs> facial pose. So the people who were, who, who were practicing the smile found that that comic strip was extremely funny, as opposed to the people without the smile thought that the comic strip was boring and lame. So <laughs> if you practice in front of a mirror smiling before you go to bed, you will go to bed with much happier thoughts. I promise you that that, that, that will work. And, <laughs> I love it. And, and this goes back to muscle memory. This is what happens. You're using your muscles. Your facial features have a tremendous amount of muscles in there. So that's number one. Number two, when you, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you want to do is just like you said is get that blood flow circulating. You want to get that oxygen to start moving in. So uh, this is why we yawn. In the mornings, actually, is because there's a lack of oxygen from when we were sleeping because Mm. our body is so in Mm -hmm. rest and Mm -hmm. we're not requiring that kind of oxygen intake. And when we wake up in the morning and everything starts to flourish like a little flower, Mm. where your lungs are are looking for that extra bit of oxygen, we Mm -hmm. yawn. And Mm. when you get up out of bed and you do have your water, just like I uh, asked our listeners to start doing, And you do drink a little bit of that water and you wake up and you stretch light little stretches up towards the sky because Mm -hmm. where is the sun in the sky and what Mm -hmm. is the sun? Vitamin D.
1: Mm. and Vitamin
2: D produces so many different wonderful qualities in our bodies, including helping us smile, which will create that nice little circle for the following day. So if you reach for the sky, reach and elongate your muscles a little bit. Stretch out your joints just a little bit. Take in a deep breath. Exhale as you bring those limbs and arms down, or if you want to reach towards the floor. Slight movements without any kind of major impact is the absolute best recommend recommendation that I can give people in the morning when you get out of bed. Stretching is excellent. And if you can teach yourself to stretch, uh, mm-hmm. Through taking yoga classes, Tai Chi classes, Qi Gong classes, anything mm-hmm. out there that will help promote your body's stretching and breathing, you will d- absolutely feel much better every single morning when you wake up. That's what we did with you, as a matter of fact, Desiree. Yeah, if you remember yeah. when you had your injuries, yeah, we incorporated a lot of movements in your exercises from all the variety of different uh, things that I just mentioned. Because breathing, I think uh,
1: what had happened to me, I I used to <clears throat> run. Uh, 10 miles a day, 5 in the morning, 5 in the evening. And, you know, I still look at those photos back when. Oh, <laughs> and I... when you, uh, unfortunately, uh, take on an injury, and that's the, the way I look at it, I took on an injury, uh, it is really difficult to uh, get back and to really focus on where your body was and that it does have memory. But as soon as I began working with you, I just uh, I felt so much better. I felt alive, to to be honest with you. And even after working with you, I was able to go on and train with uh, a retired Navy SEAL. I began boxing. I never, ever thought I was going to do anything else. You know, I can't really run anymore, but um, uh, the boxing and the level of care that uh, you and your team, uh, you know, took me uh, to, it's just... I I felt um, really like uh, an athlete again, because uh, I've always uh, been an athlete, and I I just never thought that would happen until I started working with you all. So I I just think you're amazing, and uh, (laughs) tell us about your facility and where it is and the way it's set up there.
2: Um, First of all, Desiree, ex-Navy SEAL, huh? Should I be jealous?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he was, oh gosh, but I was working through pain. I was working with pain and through pain, but, uh, after, uh, as I said, working with you, I, I didn't, I, I didn't feel the pain. I mean, it was there, but I, I guess I was one of those athletes that, uh, you know, you get an injury and you just get back out there and, <laughs> and you do what you have to do to win the game, so to speak. And so that's how I felt. Um, but, uh, no, it, it's really because, uh, you got me to that point to be able to work with Mutart, and that uh, 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 he just—I can't even explain it. I said, "Oh my gosh, back pain," or, or "I have—I had an injury." He didn't listen because I was able to perform on the level that you helped me with. So I think uh, to our listeners, uh, uh, injury or no injury, uh, the things that uh, Kim is uh, doing uh, professionally should be a help to us all, even without an injury. But please tell us uh, about your, um, I think you have a couple of uh, uh, beautiful
2: places where uh, people can come. Absolutely. Desiree, thank you for that again and for the compliment. Yes, we do have wonderful facilities located in uh, different places. Uh, we are located in Fairlawn, New Jersey, in Bergen County. We also have a location in in, in West New York area in Hudson County of New Jersey. And uh, hopefully, very, very soon, we'll be relocating to Edgewater, New Jersey. And soon, look for us on the West Coast. In the meanwhile, you can definitely follow us on Facebook at, with Personal Care Professionals. Or you can come out and check out our website, which is pcare.com pro dot com that's www.pcarepro.com. Um, and in the meantime I do have to something really quick that i'd like to say that mm-hmm. us as professionals as the caregivers uh, as the providers of health we also need to watch ourselves. We also need mm-hmm. to be careful with how we work because I've seen a lot of injuries and I treat a lot of other professionals in the field mm-hmm. because of their injuries sustained by treating athletes and everybody else. We need to make sure that we stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And one of the best things to do with that is, exactly like I said, make sure your mornings start out well. But the most important part is uh, that are the people that you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with great people like Desiree or I am surrounded and very blessed with a wonderful family, and I have a new woman in my life. I hope my wife will not be angry at me that I just said this, but uh, we I have a little niece that was just recently born, Emilia, and she is the love of my life. She's absolutely oh. adorable. And those of you who will come out on onto Facebook, you'll see pictures of her. Hopefully, I'll be allowed to post them if my brother says okay on that. Oh. With his wife, <laughs> <laughs> so Zlata and Ilya, if you're listening. But um, anyway, um, I did want to. I just, I just wanted to conclude with what I was saying because it's important for us as professionals to keep healthy. And I you think can... you're so right about that,
1: Kim. I want to thank you so much for joining us, and uh, I do look to have you back again because I think you have so much information to share with. Uh, the listeners and again, it, uh, it, it, even if you don't have an injury, you really want to take this information and, and log it in somewhere or to find Kim on his website and uh, ask uh, more questions. I think um, his platform uh, again is taking it a step further as a, a physical therapist and all the uh, professionals that work with him uh, are so knowledgeable and helpful with uh, getting us back. That's all we want. We want to get back. And so, everyone, I want to thank, uh, take the opportunity to thank you all for listening for this month, February, and uh, the dedication was to mind and body. And next month, we will engage in spirit because we are so connected through mind, body, and spirit but as I said, this month we spoke about mind and body and next month we'll have some amazing uh, people come on or guests I should say um, pastors and you know people who are embracing the spirit. Okay thank you all for listening and I look forward to speaking to you all next week. Thank you guys Bye bye
0: Thank you so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further. Please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.